This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings that would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly, I schedule. And you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar. So all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal you know you guys know this i hit people hard i make great deals and gavin the ceo has given us a great deal if you sign up like normal people okay on their website you only get a 14-day free trial if you use my link nathanmica.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanmica.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there Nathan Latke here. This is episode 612 and coming up tomorrow morning, we hear from a founder who's 18 years old and only gets two hours of sleep per night. His name is Sahil Aurora. He's doing 70 grand per month in monthly recurring revenue, helping you put your advertisements inside of taxis in India. He's doing this via a big partnership with Uber. Be sure to tune in to find out, especially if you're a young CEO listening. He launched his company when he was just 16 years old. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Charles Ramsey. He is the chief executive officer of Sauce Labs. You may have heard of these guys. He's been that in that position since April 2015 and served as its chief revenue officer from February 2015 to April 2015. Again, prior to that, he's got 25 years of industry experience. He was a venture partner at JMI Equity. And prior to joining JMI Equity in 2005, Charles held a number of roles at Quest Software, including vice president of marketing and Sales. Charles, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. You have some big news. What just happened? Um, we were just successful at the end of last year in raising a significant amount of capital um, in, a, in a market that was not too friendly for raises. We did very well and had a great valuation. And we very quickly applied that money to buy a very interesting company out of Berlin, Test Object in the uh, mobile space. And it really helps us round out a critical area for us. And we've invested quite a bit of time in mobile, but what these guys were doing was special. Is my data accurate? That was a $70 million round closed in November? Yep. Okay, great. And what does that bring total funding to since since founding date? 130 something. Yeah, 130 plus. 
130. And then last question before I want to get into what Sauce Labs does for those folks that are not familiar. Did the capital raise happen and then you saw the opportunity to go after the acquisition or did you identify the acquisition opportunity and as a contingency to do that, you had to go raise the capital? A little bit of both. We had been aware that there was a change taking place in how people were thinking about mobile testing. And so we started looking at um, where we were in terms of our ability to go out and make an acquisition. And then we started becoming much more uh, focused on the players that we could buy and going after capital. So the, uh, the timing was fortuitous in that we raised and, and we had already spent quite a bit of time with test object, getting to know the team and the technology. And so we executed very quickly, but it was, uh, the timing was great. Yep. And then, okay, so let's go back now. Give us the one or two sentence pitch. What does Sauce Labs do for those that are not familiar? We do automated mobile testing in the cloud for both web app and mobile devices. So if I'm building an application, I need to ensure that it behaves appropriately across all of the operating systems and browser combinations that my customers want to uh, use uh, to uh, leverage my application as well as all the mobile devices. And so we do um, web app emulation. I mean, we do web app testing. We do emulation and simulation for mobile devices. And we also do real device testing for uh, those instances when you need super high fidelity to make sure that everything is, is uh, behaving appropriately. Yeah, Charles, I'll never forget when we were launching our first mobile app versions of my first SaaS company that, that we just recently sold, we would always, I remember, go to the mall before our release and open the testing on like, we'll go to the Apple store, test all the Apple devices, then go to the Microsoft store, <laughs> test all exactly. the You're basically a much sexier version of that, right? Much faster. And what we do is we <laughs> enable people to do that in parallel. So. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm testing across 50 different operating system and browser combinations, I want to be able to do that all at once instead of doing them serially. And that's what we provide both for, um, you know, web app and for mobile device testing. There are many of these companies that have gotten speed. Yeah, I was going to say there are many of these companies that have gotten so large that they're doing things that developers listening may be familiar with this term, but continuous integration. And when you're pushing two, three, four, five thousand times a day to production servers, you've basically built a system that allows all those pushes to also be tested real time in a very high frequency manner. And what the, the important ingredient in what you just said is continuous integration, continuous delivery. That is our market. And our initial customers were independent software uh, companies that were aware, you know, they came into this knowing what agile development was. And now what we're seeing increasingly are traditional waterfall type development companies making this transition to agile. And if you're going to go from waterfall to agile, you absolutely have to have automated functional testing. It's a requirement. That's that right. Part of the process. That's right. Now yeah. you're, you, you're a sales guy. That's your background starting back, back in quest. How's the company, how does, uh, how does uh, sauce ops make money? What's the business model? We're a SaaS based subscription model, annual, um, annual model, and we have a self service component. And so often what happens is people come to our website, they, you know, um, subscribe to a small amount, they start using it, and we frequently grow organically as people realize the value, and, and then they start having bigger and bigger groups. And we have a field sales organization 
for those customers, and this is what we're seeing more frequently, for those customers that are making this transition from Waterfall to Agile, they need help. And so we have invested quite a bit in pre-sales technical support, as well as customer success um, post-sale so that customers can drop us into the middle of a very complicated deployment pipeline and start gaining value from the from uh, the investment quickly. Now, before we go back, Charles, and capture kind of more of the story, founding date, things like that. Uh, so with that, we don't have to go into every single customer cohort. What's just an average so people can understand? What's the average customer paying you per month? Um, our average transaction is in the 50K annual um, range. Yeah. Got it. And th- this is this is dependent on but things like But it's growing pretty rapidly. Okay, and this Pardon is depend- tell us some of the variables affecting that team size number. What are some of the other? Yeah, so the yeah the the way that our uh, product is priced is based on the amount of um, parallel testing that people want to do at once. So we, it's called concurrency, and so if I want to be able to test across fifty VMs and operating systems and 50 operating systems and browsers simultaneously, that is a concurrency of 50. Got it. And um, what, what, what happens is people come in and they aren't quite there yet to leverage parallel testing. But what happens, what we see very frequently is once they start down that path and they see a precipitous decrease in the time to turn around a build, they just keep going. Yep. And so that's that's we grow organically very well. It is it is significant. It was one of the most frustrating things when we were growing from even from five people to 25 people on our dev team. Testing was so tricky. And uh, I wish we had found Sauce Labs earlier. So uh, I get it. Good. Let's go. OK, so about fifty thousand dollars, the annual contract value on average now, depending on things like, you know, concurrency, 50 parallel testing, et cetera. Go, let's go back. Tell us yeah. more of the story. When did when did the company launch? What year? Yeah, so we're an eight-year-old company. And what's interesting about the company's founding is that it came out of Google. Um, One of the guys that came out of Google realized that there was a benefit to Selenium and Selenium testing. And Selenium is the open source framework that we sit on. And he and three founders started the company with the notion of automated testing from day one. And great news is that they became the absolute experts in automated functional testing. Bad news was that they were ahead of the market, and it's taken a number of years for the market to really start to evolve. And about three years ago, approximately, a number of larger ISVs that were more sophisticated, uh, ISV, independent software vendor, um, Salesforce, Yahoo, those kinds of folks, they realized that they wanted to leverage Selenium. So they built out internal grids where they had, they stood up machines and used Selenium as the framework, wrote the Selenium script so that they could do testing, created the images for browsers and um, operating systems. And they were getting tremendous success. The thing that they also realized pretty quickly was it is a very complicated to maintain the images and B, it was taking people away from their work. 
um, developers were having to manage the infrastructure, both the hardware infrastructure and the software um, to manage these grids. And so when they found out that we were doing that for them, that's when the company really started to take off. So, so what, what happened to those three years, founders, Charles? Are they still with you? Uh, Steve Hazel is our CTO and he is still with us. And uh, no, the other two are, are off doing other things. One's in robotics and one um, is taking a, a short break from his software career. Still on the cap so, table? But Steve Hazel is still with us. Pardon me? Are they all still on the cap table? Are they still incentivized to see the company do well? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going, yeah, definitely. Uh, based off the last valuation, they're definitely incentivized. <laughs> yeah, they talk to me regularly. And we have a good good working relationship, um, all, all of us. So, so where are you? It's been fun where, to get to know them. Yeah, where are you at now in terms of a team size? We're 170 people. Uh, based in all in so San Fran? No, no, we're, we're all over. So we have a, uh, probably 80 of us maybe a little bit more than that now in San Francisco, but we have quite a bit of uh, Eastern European um, engineering and uh, we have an office in Vancouver, quite a few people in Austin, um, salespeople across the country, obviously, because we do have a field sales organization. So yeah. we're spread around. That's great. And then fast forward to us also, you know, you launched in 2009, you're up to 170 people spread out all over the place. Uh, how many customers are you serving now? I mean, I imagine it's in the thousands. We have 3,500 customers. Yeah. 3,000 of that are um, self-serve. 500 plus are contract, which means they're on a 12-month uh, contract with us. And um, that really is the part of the business where we are focused. And are there... And most of our... Sorry, Charles. Sorry, go ahead. Is there a significant portion of professional service fees attached to those 500 that are higher-touch contracts? Um. There's not a significant amount. What we do is, um, depending upon the complexity of the customer's environment, we have a 90-day post-transaction close window to spend time helping our customers implement Sauce Labs. And it's, you know, implementation isn't really the right word. What we aspire to is integration into their deployment pipeline. Yep. And depending upon um, the complexity of their environment, it can require professional services. One of the things that we have done, um, our technical team has created plugins that make it much easier for people to get up and going, um, you know, depending upon whether they're using Jenkins or uh, CircleCI or whatever their environment looks like. We have spent a lot of time making that adoption um, technical adoption easier. Got it. And so, and we're continuing to do a lot of that work. And can I do the math? Can I, is this correct to take 3,500 customers times an average ARR of 50 grand to assume you're doing somewhere around 150 million annually? It isn't because the 3,000 customers that are self-serve are primarily small groups that come on and, you know, they may just have a project that may be an individual, maybe a small team. So that's spread across all of uh, our, all of that 3000. I see the 500 customers are the folks that I'm talking about that have an ARR of, you know, 50 K. Got it. So, you know, but, but we have some very, very large customers and, and really where we are focused and where we have gained the most traction adoption is in the large enterprise. So, so we have that's some, your focus. Um, 
Absolutely. Yeah. If you take if you split those cohorts out, because it sounds like they're very different. So the 500 have a ACV average of call it 50. The self-serve folks, because we, we may have people listening right now, by the way, that are probably better self-serve customers for you guys. What, what are they paying on average? Is it like 20 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month or what? Yeah, they can pay very little. Yeah. I mean, if it's an individual, it's less than 100 bucks a month. So, okay. yeah, significantly less. Yeah. So, so w- I'm, it's I'm very gonna... inexpensive for individual users. Yeah, I'm going to try and put a uh, put put brackets on this just so people can get a sense of your size, because I think it's impressive. And frankly, I think it's inspiring. But if you've got, again, 3000 people uh, on average caught paying you 100 bucks a month or $100 ARPU, that's about 3.6 million at a minimum. Uh, right. in in ARR added to a minimum of 500 pe- uh, those bigger customers paying $50,000 $50, ACV is a minimum of 25 million. So you guys, it's fair to say you're doing well over $30 million in annual occurring revenue. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, great. Well, that, that neighborhood, yes. Yeah, great. Okay, good. That's good. And then educate us, Charles. You just went through this in November. You don't have to say the specific valuation, but you said you got a great valuation at the top of the show. Quantify that somehow in terms of, I don't know, AR multiple or some other way. Well, our our uh, valuation was 152. Pre or post? Million. Uh, post. Post. Okay, so what was that? What does that mean? 80 pre? Got it. Yep. And how do you how do you come up with the number? Did you I mean, as a board, how do you decide? Well, I mean, why come up? Why 70 million? Why waste? Why waste 70 million? Well, uh, that's a that's a great question. There were a number of things that we wanted to accomplish going forward. Uh, one of them was the um, acquisition yep. of test objects. We needed to invest because we made the determination last year that one of the things that we wanted to do was be much more focused on enterprise. We recognized that there were some changes that we needed to make first in the field in terms of account executives and the team to support large enterprise customers and also on the engineering side. So the the company has gone through quite a uh, bit of change in 2016 to set us up for 2017. So there was, you know, we had gone through and budgeted out what we anticipated we needed to do to create the kind of organization to support the customers that we had in mind. Yep. Um, The other thing that we, the other thing that we wanted to do was refresh our board. And so some of the early investors that were part of the, original DNA of the, of the company. Um, we wanted to, uh, they had made the decision that they were anxious to, uh, to exit. One of them had a fund that was winding down and the other guy just was anxious to take money. So um, we're very happy with, um, we brought um, Andy Miller from IVP and Bruno Pachi from Centerview Capital on board. And these are, you know, very well regarded species and can really help all of us at a board level. So Charles, we're over 15 minutes. I'm going to just fire one or two just rapid fire questions at you real quick. If it's not a quick answer, we'll skip over it. No worries. But uh, customer churn monthly, have you lost any customers or or if so, what's your gross customer churn per month? Um, I really think about it more annualized ARR. Okay. And the goal is to be sub 10%. And we were sub 10% um, most of the year. Um, we had a little bit of a churn issue at the end of the year, but we understand why that was. And we are, again, doubling down on customer success to help our customers uh, ensure integration into their deployment pipeline. 
um, we spend a lot of time there. And are you at net negative revenue churn? Yes. Great. Uh, customer acquisition costs. Are you spending a bunch of money on paid acquisition? And if so, what's it cost you to get a new paying customer? I, I don't know that that detail exactly. Are you doing paid marketing at all? Do you know? Up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are. Okay, got it. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you post all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also they make it very easy to to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings. Okay, I do them back to back. Very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool. It's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin. I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14-day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no. He's giving us a 45-day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not going to stay up forever, so go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Okay, very good. Um, let's wrap up here, Charles, with the famous five. The first one, what is your favorite business book? Uh, well, I'm reading North Star, Finding Your North Star right now. As a new CEO, that's a, a good book for CEOs to read. Um, yeah, good. I'll use that one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I study all of them. I mean, there, there <laughs> are so your, many smart who's your, people. Who's your favorite right now? Elon Musk. All Probably right. like everybody else. He just blows <laughs> my mind. Number three, Charles, is there a favorite, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? No. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Single. Um, very good friends with my ex and I have two great kids. Oh, good. Very good. Okay, two kids. And how old are you? How old am I? Yeah. Come on, 52. Charles. That's an easy question. All right, 52. I'm so, 62. <laughs> 62. Okay. 62. Take, you got a bunch of energy, man. You got energy like a 20-year-old. You're good to go. So you're 62 years old, Charles. Take us back 42 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I wish that I'd been, become a CEO sooner in my career. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's a great job. It's a very hard job, demanding job. But the rewards of setting an agenda and getting a team focused on it is really it's really great. Guys, there you have it, Charles Ramsey, the CEO of Sauce Labs. Major news back in November, they raised seventy million bucks at around an eighty million dollar pre money valuation. So what's that? One hundred fifty million dollar post money valuation, really sitting on a rocket ship. He wishes he would have taken the leap and become a CEO sooner. Again, serving over thirty five hundred customers, five hundred of those is really their focus. Those enterprise folks they're growing into with annual contract values of around fifty grand, targeting annual retention of over ninety percent. They are at that most of the year. Again, team of over 170 people spread across many countries, including 80 folks in San Francisco and Eastern European engineering team and many more launched back in 2009. Charles, you're going to be fun to watch. Thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you very much. 
If you enjoyed Charles today, go back and listen to Milton Chen yesterday. His company's called VSEE and is helping a thousand customers use video to transact information. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.